BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm C.G. Erickson. And today we have a very important guest. Gina mm. Rion is here. What? Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> so Gina's kind of a big deal. Oh, uh, definitely a big deal. You've been doing comedy for a while, Manhattan-based, and you've hit almost every stage you've got a shit ton of credits you are a badass in the community and that's hard to get there that's a lot of work especially as a female not to do that thing but it is hard yeah. to get past all the groping and yeah the groping and uh yeah i'm the person who usually does the groping so i don't know anything about it so but i'd like to hear to sensitize me to sensitize me a little bit more ladies <laughs> Joking <laughs> <laughs> is definitely a thing. It's a thing. It's it literally. It, it really is because I'm joking. I'm joking, but um, okay. No, I know you're joking. I know you're joking. If you weren't, I'd probably be a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, if you weren't joking, I'd be a little worried about it. But yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of groping, and you make it past a lot of groping, and I think you just become someone who takes no shit just somebody who really learns how to stand up for themselves and learns how to set you know just draw the line you know i just had somebody hit me up uh, a few days ago a comic hit me up and she asked my advice on a situation where she's a newer comic and this booker even nowadays even nowadays it's happening with covid with not a lot of spots available this booker had told her that um he really liked her stuff wanted to give her more spots and then his behavior got put progressively more inappropriate and I, I told her the same thing i would tell anybody you know dignity over spots you don't need spots that bad another stage will come the, like don't worry about it don't and if he's done it to you he's done it to other people so everybody will understand if you air it out you know put people on blast it works it works i thought I, when you were when you were talking before that you were about you know you said you become a person who really doesn't take any shit and I thought you were going to say, like, you become a person who's just, like, used to getting groped. 
I'm glad that it went the other direction and you guys stood up for yourselves. I, I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> you know what? There are a couple people that are like, I'm just going to get groped today. I'm just, that's going to happen. I'm going to get groped. What am I going to do? You know who gets away with it? Old people. Like if a 90 year old gropes you, you're kind of like, oh, not over here, babies. Okay. Because uh, I won't mention names because I don't want to get sued in 2021. Um, but there was a comedy club with um, a, a successful, powerful old person attached to it who I'll was- i them. And uh, he groped me and I laughed. Like, never... like a wheelchair old person or like, <laughs> like how old? He was, still, he was still walking. Okay, good for him. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, I, it really does make you tough. Like right now I'm in the Philly suburbs and when some girls get catty here, I wanna be like, sweeties, I have lived through Manhattan comedy and I thrived through it. Like you, your bullshit does not scare me. You have no idea what we've been through. I've been barking on Manhattan streets trying to get someone into a free comedy show and then getting heckled by those drunk people dressed as Santa Claus on SantaCon. You know what I mean? Like you do like this little petty girl shit does not scare me. You have no idea. You guys don't understand. I've been through the fire. <laughs> In through the fire. So, will I fight you? Yes. Do I feel I should? Probably not. I, I feel like I'd just be the guy who got groped. Like, I just, be, you know, like for, you know, that's how I got successful. Like, I let it happen. I'd be one of those. So, like, I, when I meet people who stand up for themselves like that, like, I'm proud. I'm proud to be here with you guys today. I'm not going to lie. He would just get groped and get ahead. I mean, however you gotta do it. However you gotta do it, Bobo. Do like, it. Like I'm not that. I'm not that skilled. So like I'd have to. You know, some people have to take a different path for that reason. But like I'd, I'd make it. Like I would make it. My eyes would be at the on the prize. Your eyes would be on the prize, and their hands would be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty much. That's a I way of trying to rise to the top but mm -hmm. sure everyone has their their way i liked following my heart i got into a fight with the comic once he came on my podcast and i was saying you need to follow your heart you know don't cave in to that energy and he was like no play the game what are you fucking stupid we got into a huge fight now i look back and i'm like i should have just let him go on but like i felt the need to fight it and be like follow your heart like it got real heated <laughs> i'm gonna need a list of names from you of people that i need to murder <laughs> so far we've got one guy that groped you and he's already dead he's, he's already, already dead because i murdered him now <laughs> you didn't know but i i know i murdered him i murdered him. that's what happened i murdered him because i found out he disrespected you and he had to go now this other comic i'm gonna need a name because he's next, he's next on the list. Because I have a feeling I know who it is. I have a feeling. I, <laughs> I mean, we'll have to save it. We'll have to save it. Because, yeah. I'll tell you at the end. But okay. it's, it's a random one. And I really still like this person's soul. So it, like, shook me. But whatever. Wait, wait. What did they grow? I feel like that matters. What, what parts did they grow? Oh. The people who groped me? Yeah. Well, yeah. the 80-year-old who did the touching, he, he did it to my stomach. 
He liked mm. it. Um, but then I met someone outside of comedy in the entertainment world who's pretty famous. He groped my face. Mm. That's he, hot. Like, like just thought a face could get groped. Mm. <laughs> Believe it. Palmed it down slowly, almost like an ownership dominance. Like he's a very famous person. I was like, hi, can I get a picture with you? And he looked down, he looked at me like, oh, she's cute. And then wanted to overpower me. Like, he probably felt my confidence and wanted to kill it somehow. But, uh, I'm like, stoked on that one, though. <laughs> yeah, it was like. So okay, that's another name I need. That's another name I need. <laughs> the gropey face song? Okay, I'll tell you. No, after, after we're done recording. Wait, wait. Are you sure he wasn't, like, blind? Because there's this one movie with, like, Oh, I forget who's in it. That lady with blonde hair, Marissa. Oh, anyway. But Val Kilmer's blind in the movie, and he romantically strokes her face so he can see her with his fingers. And it really touched my heart. And so I feel like maybe it was Val Kilmer, and maybe it was like during at the red carpet event for that movie. I so maybe not. Maybe not. I just I'm I'm spitballing here, but maybe not. <laughs> was a person with great vision. He was just creepy as hell. And he does lectures, too, on, like, spirituality as well as acting and stuff. And whenever I watch it, I'm just like, you have to embody it. You can spout ancient wisdom, but if it's not embodied, snore. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I met a celebrity on the red carpet once. We'll talk later as to who it was. <laughs> and immediately, I, I felt like my soul had been groped. I was yeah. like, sir, you have not touched me, and I feel gross. Like, I feel wow. disgusting. Your eyeballs are groping me. Oh. It's like the creepiest thing in the world. And whatever, you know, celebrities get to be creepy, too. I mean, it's not exclusively for the poor. <laughs> <laughs> they can be just as creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah the ones who abuse their power like I was at the lantern one time doing a show and a celebrity came to check out a show he was friends with one of the comics and he was in the back and I knew who he was I was excited he was there I went towards the back all my friends were around him and I was like hey how are you and he goes get on the table and dance for me no he didn't no and my friends didn't know what to do because it was like comics, we know, and they were like, ooh, like, like they just, it, like, things got real still for a second. Um, they were like, is Kate going to bite a person's nose off right now? Like, what? And I just, I think I just got my stuff and left. I was like, you guys can have fun hanging out with that kind of a person. I'm, I'm isn't, that, isn't that a compliment, though, kind of? Like, he's a famous dude, and he, the first thing that pops into his head is like, I want to see you dance like I, i'm just saying like no it's a dirtbag move we're, we're all in agreement but like at the same time that was the first thing that popped into his head so you got to be like i look kind of cute hold on kate i speak white man <laughs> <laughs> hold on kate i speak white man let me handle this situation really quickly <laughs> like i know it seems like a good idea to ask a female to dance on a table. I know it seems like it is a compliment, but it is in fact not a compliment. 
to ask someone to basically be your own personal stripper and dancer. Because once you start dancing, what do you think is next? Like, it just gets worse and worse from there. But it's so funny mm. because I know that that's the devil's advocate card my husband would have played too. Like, well, it's kind of flattering that a celebrity wanted you to dance for them. I was like, nope. <laughs> Still incredibly creepy. <laughs> Still incredibly what? weird. When you say it like that, I'm embarrassed, okay? <laughs> I get it. I get it now. Just, you know something's I'm, creepy. If, I'm if such a caveman. Done, if it was done by a poor person and you'd be upset, you know it's creepy. <laughs> You're just like, if a poor person asked me to do this, I would be upset. <laughs> Which person that's asking me to do this? And I'm a little on the fence, but it's still upsetting. Yeah. Name as well. I... I need a list of names from you. This... You know what? <laughs> if CJ and I are ever having problems or in a fight, I'm just going to have to FaceTime you in real quick and be like, I'm going to need Gina to explain why this is that thing. <laughs> now, now, hold on. The other day, Kate was trying to explain to me why she's allowed to pop off. She says, <laughs> hey, my friend Gina pops off all the time. She's Puerto Rican. And I said, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just because you know a Puerto Rican girl who pops off, doesn't mean that you go all white girl popping off. It's like a style. It's like a style that... It's not about that. What I said is I pop off to keep myself alive. I'm talking about vent. It's popping off. It's venting. Venting's like a different way of describing it. But it's I do pop off and I rightfully pop off. He's bringing this up because I scare him sometimes, Gina. Well, the thing is you're an Aries and so am I. And so if anybody understands... Uh, so you should understand popping off. If you're an Aries, you should understand. Sometimes you hit that button. You can't. It's this. The button is always there. The yeah, you talked about it in your stand up. Like you, ju you just wake up in the morning, like you ready. You gonna fight? Like you getting in a fight? <laughs> like, like that's. Fu I was funny as shit. I was dying when you said that because I know plenty of people are like that. You know, just wake up and just, this won't be a fight. It's going down. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing that I was trying to explain to him is that there are healthy rants and then there's unhealthy popping off. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I, yes, I'm white, but like, I, I, I don't think, I don't mean to sound this anti-white, but like, I don't think I'm the typical white person either. Like, mm. um, I, I, I don't, like, I, I have more soul than maybe the typical white person. Once again, I'm not trying to be anti-white person, but, like, mm. I'm saying on the whole, like, I know how to fucking get down. Like, I know how to channel my soul and my, mm. my soul song and my inner dance. And sometimes fire's coming through me, rightfully so, because coming through the Manhattan comedy scene and getting backstabbed by a bunch uh, of different people... Makes me want to pop off. I was trying to explain to him. And then just other different injustices hurt me. And if I just try to be this polite little, like, always, <gasps> like, it, it, then it would fester in me. Sometimes I just need to, like, pop off for a second, rant, express myself, but I'm not actually mean or scary. The scary ones are the Stepford Wife hoes who were like, <gasps> everything's okay blessed be like mm -hmm. the who are going to stab you in the middle of the night 
Girl, you took the words right out of my mouth. Those hoes kill families. Like, understand, they act like everything is fine, and then when the pop bubble over, she set the whole house on fire. Like, y'all be worried about the girls like that. Girls like me and Kate, girls that pop off, girls that get angry, it's cool. We get it out of our system. Ten minutes later, we are peace, love, and everything else. Just let us do our screaming and yelling and table flipping and throat punching and kicking and occasional stabbing, and we'll be fine. All it, takes, all it takes just let us pop off and you're gonna be good and, and everyone can take a moment to pray for those individuals who've ever pissed off me and gina brion because we're the wrong we're the wrong girls to fuck with <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just saying i seem really nice don't i <laughs> don't i seem nice don't i seem nice <laughs> do. i seem real really nice do. don't i just stay on that good side I'm going to try. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I love how scary oh. you can be, too. Well, those are my favorite people. And I've explained this to CG. <clears throat> the people who have the beautiful hearts and souls, but then they're okay with their shadows. You know, they've claimed that not just fire, but like the darkness that we all have within every single one of us. Mm -hmm. so I like badasses with heart, you know, and Gina, she's one of those. And she's been one of my faves for a while. So oh, I'm definitely, well, you're definitely one of my faves and I'm honored to be one of yours. I just love people that get it. Like whenever I talk to people, I remember my former manager would always ask, she'd be like, I don't know what your Achilles heel is like. And I would go, my temper. And she just would ignore it. And I'd be like, it's my temper. I have a really bad temper. <laughs> Please do not make me mad. I get very, very mad. Uncontrollably mad. And then I'm fine, but half the world has been destroyed. <laughs> but it's fine, but I get it out of my system, and it's okay. It's like just a little tiny rage monster. And then once the rage is out, I'm just like this cuddly little... I'm like, why is everybody so bad? Who's crying? What happened? I have no <laughs> idea what went on. Why is everybody not in a great mood? I'm in a great mood. I feel good right now. <laughs> There's so many people I want to punch in the face, but out of kindness, I don't. Gina, are you? You're a New Yorker. Yes. Born. So like, do you like? Do you are you like one of them that like yells at like a like like one of the people on the sidewalk like yelling at taxi drivers or like you know yelling at the neighbor across the street or like one of those is, uh, or yes and no I will tell you I'm not the kind of person that's gonna yell at a cab driver unless they did something real stupid and I happen to be driving um, but night <laughs> I did one time I what I will do I will yell at people if I see you do something wrong like especially to one of my like it was so funny i was on the subway with one of my girlfriends and this older guy like passed by and from what i saw he like brushed her and just like walked past like and he was like this like creepy like super funky dirty looking older dude and he brushed her and i literally she ignored it and I was the one that was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was the one that went all alpha male. Yeah, yeah. And he turned around and I was like, you want to go? Like, I was really, like, so <laughs> furious. I was like, don't touch my friend. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, we were fine. I wasn't mad about anything. But it was like, he just did it. And it was so rude. And we were on the subway. And that's dangerous. And I was just so angry. 
that he thought he could get away with it because he was an older guy. And I just, I just lost it. Like I lost my mind. I was so, so angry about stuff like that. Like I'm immediate, an immediate defender of people who are being treated badly. I just, mm. I can't, I can't stand it. Me too. By the way, I'm going to take out my, you're, it's going to be shittio, shittier video quality because the one I'm using is like making my fan go off. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Mm -hmm. Can you guys see me again? You can still see me now. Okay. There you are. Yeah, my fan was going nuts, and I don't want it to interfere with audio. So, yeah. No, CG gets to talk to you because sometimes, and now I've, I don't, well, I've never started a fight on the subway like that. But one time I was, when I lived in Jersey City, I was walking home, and it was like a seven, eight minute walk from the path to my place and sometimes you felt unsafe like sometimes dudes were purposely getting in your space to make you feel unsafe so these two dudes they like slowly pulled up to me as i was walking and one of them was like hey pretty or beautiful you know one of those hey beautiful i like your dress and i was like oh do you want to borrow it and i can watch while your friend fucks you in the ass and like it just came out like it's not even something that you know and i like, I, I was like oh hey like, but then I was like, oh shit, like I could get murdered if I don't like quickly. No, you froze. You're like, Kate. You froze. Does that mirror you? Oh, wait, okay, I... you froze. But you're not freezing anymore. I'm back? Yes, you're back. You're both back. You're both frozen for a second. Uh oh. I hear my son. Um, <laughs> you can always include him on the podcast if you need to. If you want, to he's like... a little impatient. I have tried before. Sometimes he's good and he'll just chill. But then, like when he's when my attention's not on him, he'll just he'll start to like he get gets whiny and he starts to kick his feet and he starts to he's like I want mommy's a nigga. Gina, but, is it too forward to ask? Do you breastfeed? Is that actually no? Not at all. Gotcha. Not at all. I think people need to stop being afraid of that question. Honestly, um, I have chosen to breastfeed. It is the one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. It is so difficult. It's stressful. Um, I'm constantly pumping or to keep my breast milk supply, which is not a high supply either. Like I think a lot of people don't they don't explain to you what it's like to breastfeed. And they don't really walk you through it. You just automatically start. And then the lactation specialist at the hospital was like, yeah, you're doing everything right. And I was kind of like, okay, yeah, but this really hurts. This really hurts like really bad. And then I had mm. a different lactation expert come in and um, she showed me how to do it correctly because I wasn't doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. And that made a world of difference. But still, my milk supply has been low. I did everything. I spent hundreds of dollars on lactation stuff teas drops mm. snacks everything i have four pumps like i did everything because i was so paranoid and stressed out about milk production because i had a girlfriend who was literally having to freeze bags of milk because she was making so much milk and i was so jealous of these women that make so much milk just naturally because for me it was it's such a struggle to and I don't know what it is about my body. I did everything possible that I could to for to up my milk supply, and nothing seemed to work. Because I was more wondering if you were just one of those who who does it just like out chilling at the at the subway I or would. like wherever you're at on a park bench. Honestly, I would. That, that's um, what I wanted to know. Honestly, I would. Like, I don't. 
the thing is after a while, and I'm sure Kate, you know, after a while as a mom, like I'm learning this, you just don't give a fuck. It's like, I have to feed my kid. <laughs> so if you're uncomfortable with me feeding my kid, avert your fucking eyes, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feed my child. And this is more important than you and your weird booby phobia. Yes. Or they're not scared of the boob. Maybe they just can't look away from it. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's like, a little creepy. It makes a lot of people feel awkward when you're breastfeeding. And I'm like, why does this make you feel awkward? You're either sexualizing it or you're somehow have some sort of weird feelings about it where it's like, this is not a sexual thing. Like, trust me, there's nothing pleasurable about breastfeeding. 100% it sucks. <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. it literally. It's just the freaking hardest, most stressful thing in the world. So there's nothing sexy about it to someone who's actually breastfeeding um mm. because of how much work it takes to do it but yeah i really i mean it has been like national geographic up in this apartment i have had <laughs> titties, on, titties on titties it is titties everywhere i could care less people have to send me a text message if they're bringing someone over like yo was your titties out <laughs> my titties be out out in these streets <laughs> <laughs> totally went from laughing. Um, well, Holy shit. Sorry, I knocked my whole system down. Okay, we're good. If I ever get to... She said National Geographic up in her apartment. That's fucking great. It's great. You won't. <laughs> uh, if I ever get to breast if I have another one, I'm definitely going to learn how to make breast milk cheese. Like, I have a joke about that. Why not, right? If, I, if well, I'm hold like... Hold up, hold up. Whose sandwiches you putting that on? Your... Not mine. <laughs> you won't even know, bro. You won't even know. Oh my god. Grilled <laughs> ham and breast milk cheese? And you won't even tell me? It's like I made dinner. You gonna eat it? You gonna take a bite? He's never going to trust a slice of cheese again. From this point on, uh, he is gonna be suspect of every bit of cheese that enters his uh, life. Hey, hold on, where'd you get this? <laughs> Got that at the deli? I'm going to ask Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really sneak it in. But like I, I but that's a real that's a real thing people do is make breast milk cheese. Not a lot of people. Like I'm sure some people are like to make cheese, you have to like pasteurize it. Making cheese is a real thing. Yeah. It's a real that is job. But it's supposed to be really good for you. Like, breast milk is supposed to be one of the best things for you. It ups your immune system. It, it literally is, can be used as moisturizer. Like, it's unbelievable. But nobody tells you this because, you know, God forbid you actually know, you know, what your body can do on its own and how you can help yourself and save yourself and keep your immune system clear. Is my internet still working? Or the powers that be have not cut it off yet? Since I'm talking about shit. The NSA worker yep. that's on my computer is okay with everything I just said. <laughs> I look. I guess if you just make like feta cheese, like you only need a little. A little goes a long way. You know what I mean? Just sprinkle on a salad or something, or on a pita. Um, so I guess you don't need that much if you do it the right way. A little bit of parmesan. If you make parmesan, you only need fucking powder. You know what I'm saying? So like, I guess maybe I'm in. I don't know, dude. Let me let me try it. Wow, that's a just, quick turnaround. Yeah. I, I mean that. Like, uh, <laughs> if like maybe you put it on my vegetables like because i don't love vegetables but i might love them with some cheese like let's let's find out 
<laughs> oh man. I'm gonna do it then because uh, I wanted to. If any of the listeners want to mail us some, yeah, that would no. be fantastic. I mean, especially if it was like, especially if it was just like grated parmesan. I feel like that doesn't go bad. Like you can could just keep that on the shelf. So like, if you just mail me a little bit of that, I'll just we'll just have pasta night and see see how it goes. Okay, can I just real quick? <laughs> I don't know what it is because <laughs> my husband. He said something similar, and I almost ripped his head off. Uh, no, I did. Um, we were talking about like my uh, breast milk production, and this is something that like it's just so funny because uh, y'all been amazed me. Um, we were talking about it, and my husband was like, "Isn't there a thing where you can get breast milk from another woman?" And I was like, "You want me to feed another woman's breast milk <laughs> to my son?" Did you hear the words that just came out of your mouth? You want me to go to another woman that did not carry this child mm. and get her breast milk? Doesn't bother me if anybody else does it. Not at all. No judgment here. I could not feed another woman's breast milk. To, I don't know what this hoe is eating. I have no idea what this hoe has in her diet. I have, this, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm putting in my baby's body because I do not know this woman. I'm just getting random milk from someplace. I was like, no, I will battle it out and try to do that. And he's like, if you got any breast milk cheese, like you don't trust any kind of breast milk cheese that just comes in the mail? I mean, listen, I'm just, I'm willing to explore is all I'm saying. And I don't know where else I'm going to get. So I'm going to ask a listener. Please, if you're out there, breast no. milk cheese. I don't care what kind it is. I prefer Swiss. But, no. Um, no. Look, and, and, and not even, I'm just, I'm just getting on a jealous thing, even though, you know, you can drink <laughs> so I'm not jealous of the cow. But, but Gina, if I make breast milk cheese, you gave me a great idea. Maybe I should do meth for the first time right before and make some meth breast milk cheese. I'm just saying. You got a business plan. We could do this. We could do this. Meth, meth breast milk cheese? I will have weed breast milk cheese. You could have meth weed. breast milk cheese. Oh, I like breast, breast milk cheese. <laughs> well, your cheese would already be would already be weed breast milk cheese. It's just without you doing any changes. No, no, just kidding, Kate. Okay. I mean, no, um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Without altering anything, I'd get high on your breast milk cheese. So I wouldn't have to change a goddamn thing. (laughs) I was like, what is in this? I mean, I feel like we have a really good business idea here, guys. (laughs) As long as we can make it cool to eat some fucking breast milk cheese, this shit's going to pop off. You know how many hippies would be down? I guarantee you we could find some new age hippie people that would be like, um... Do you guys have breast milk for my latte? Oh. <laughs> I only drink breast milk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to become that. And, and then the price, yeah, the price is sky high after that. that dude, I'm in. Like, I can't make it. But, I'll, you know, but I, I'm, I'm proud of you guys. You know, I'll be right there. I'll be right there alongside you. We appreciate the support. We appreciate you got, the support. I got you, dude. He's a really he's a sweetheart. He's very romantic too. Yeah, he's very supportive and um because okay. he wants to eat your breast cheese. <laughs> he wants to eat my breast milk cheese. Or just whoever's, but yes, but I, I do 
appreciate you for more than just that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Angel. Thank I know. You. I know. It was sweet. I know. And hold on real quick before I forget this. I have to shout out one of my longtime listeners. He's from, I'm sorry if I mispronounce this. He's from the island of Dominica. Dominica. So shout out to Delbert. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, he asked me if I would, and I was like, hell yeah, I will. Are you kidding? Yeah. Delbert you sent a picture. Yeah, Delbert sent a picture of like him. Send it. It's, it's on his Facebook. I'll oh, yeah, post it with the oh, thing. Oh, got you, got you. Cover picture. He didn't send it. It was like him and his badass friends at graduation. It was an awesome picture. Uh, Delbert's kind of big deal. That's all I, that's all I got to say. Yeah, I haven't been on the podcast for six years, but he's been listening for six years. We got people down in Dominican Republic. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. What's up, Dominican Republic? What's up, Pisqueya? What is up? Woo! <laughs> Y'all think I don't know have Dominican friends? Um. <laughs> uh, another thing I want to say is today I saw for the first time a profile picture. It was on TikTok. Of just someone's foot. Mm. I felt a little bit groped, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was forced to look at a raw foot, which, like, when, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was like, I don't know what person makes yeah. a foot their profile picture. And I feel bad saying this because they just followed me. So I'm probably losing that follower, but I couldn't. I was like, yo, you shut a foot? Shout out to that person. Don't don't listen to Kate. Shout out. I I am not. Uh, I'm only a fan of my son's feet. I'm obsessed with them. They're the cutest little things I've ever seen in my life. Other than that, grown up feet are pretty disturbing. Whenever I've seen them, like I've never seen an adult and been like, I'm okay with what's going on right now. <laughs> an adult foot. I've been like, why are we taking our shoes off? What is going on? Why isn't this foot closed? What's going on right now? I feel very. <gasps> what if there's glass? I <laughs> like it's, there's a lot of questions. I have so many questions for a bare foot. I uh, I think my bare feet are kind of cute, but I'm not trying to make it a profile picture. Oh no, because no. you're not a baby feet. Baby feet are fantastic. Baby feet are one of the coolest things in the world. They fit in but my like, hand. My son's foot fits. Like, both of them fit right here. It's the cutest. How can you not like baby feet? Like, you're a weirdo yeah. if you don't like baby feet. Yeah, yeah you are. You're a psychopath <laughs> if you don't like them, yes. They're adorable. They're the cutest little thing. And that's the only time feet are cute. Once he gets even, like, a year old, I'm going to be so old <laughs> feet. I'm going to be like, I'm dumb. <laughs> Your dumb little stinky, sweaty feet. Yeah. Cute when you were an infant. <laughs> now you don't sleep <laughs> and they smell disgusting. Yeah, any, I feel like, I feel like women's feet are okay. Some women's feet. Cause like they got, you got a whole like industry to take care of women's feet and shit. But you, a man's foot should never be exposed. Well, just, I mean, they're just. They're not, they got hair on them and they're just like, they're not to be seen. Pedicures are genderless. Um, you can get a pedicure. I guess in New York City they are, yeah. I, maybe I should start. I don't know. I just, I don't, I mean, no, I just, it is weird. It's weird to get a to get a guy to go. Like, I had to talk my husband into going to get a pedicure because he had talons, bro. And I was like, sir, sir, my life is in danger. You're going to slow. I need you. 
So please, for the love of God, let them take a jackhammer to one of your toes. To that nail. No, it was ridiculous. It was insane. And so he went to get a pedicure and he actually enjoyed it. He was like, it was actually, he's like, it wasn't my favorite thing, but it was like, it was pretty enjoyable. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of nice when you get a little foot rub. I have really ticklish feet, so I very rarely go get a pedicure because I always end up giggling through half of it when they're like scraping mm. my foot or like giving me a foot massage. I'm always, I always feel very awkward because I'm so ticklish. So mm. I I get why a lot of people don't like. I, I'm weird about people touching my feet, even for a pedicure. I'm still weird about it. But it does feel super nice. Like, ooh, that nice leg massage. Oof. If it wasn't COVID right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I never got one. I'm real ticklish, too. I don't think I can fuck with you. <laughs> it depends. Yeah, you, you kind of. <laughs> it is really hard. Like, like, I'm ticklish like a little girl. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a big dude, but I'm ticklish like a little little schoolgirl. So just so you guys know that about me. Well, that's a vulnerability that I now know. Prepare to be tickled. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Prepare no, to like, be tickled. Was, like, <laughs> no, like I used to get tickled until like, you know, like, like I'd be crying, laughing. And then like, as, and then it's crying. It's like, it's too much. Like, I can't do it anymore. My body won't do it anymore. Now I'm just full crying. Being oh. tickled? That's oh. how ticklish I am. Hi, Gina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the trauma. Like, ever, like, like, I feel like in suburban white neighborhoods, like, the, the, they think that's okay to, like, tickle the shit out of the kid until the kid, like, is seriously Dude. traumatized. Okay, Kate, I have but, a question um, for you. I have a question for Kate being a mom, because this is something that I think about all the time, is how I'm going to teach my son, um... The ideas of consent, starting with making it okay, you know, for me to ask permission to kiss and hug him. And if he says no, then I have to respect that. That's hard for me because all I want to do is kiss and hug my son. But if I'm going to teach him to respect others, I think that that is something that I have to be aware of. Is that if I, if I say, can I have a kiss? And he says no, I have to respect that no. I can't just be like one of these moms. Because, you know, I've seen moms be like... Oh, what do you mean? Come here, give me a kiss, like right now. And I'm like, wow, way to teach them that no doesn't actually mean no. Like, way to teach, <laughs> way to teach them that they have no respect for their oh, so their no means nothing. But if that little boy goes and does that to a little girl, then you tell him that her no means something. So it's like you're sending these confusing signals to these kids. Mm. So me being aware of the fact that like if I do want to kiss and hug my son, I have to ask permission and then respect his answer. Yeah. And did you have to go through that with your son? And what was that like? I did. And I still am. Even as he's a teenager, um, I really don't want to be forceful. I want to respect his boundaries. And part of my wounding, as CG knows, is sometimes I want to subconsciously infiltrate boundaries. Um, it's not what I really want deep down. I want to feel safe and I want people around me to feel safe. So I think what you're doing is beautiful. And I've tried that with Shane. I think I've gotten better through my healing journey with him too, of like, he is a separate individual. I don't, he's not my property. You know, a lot of parents treat their kids like their property and that's not the case. And I think parents who respect their kids' boundaries and their dreams and just listen to them um, are going to raise really healthy, unenmeshed, 
uh, boundary children and that's what we need. So I think it's beautiful that you're thinking about that and doing that because yeah. I, I see so many videos of parents doing that with their kids and their pets where it looks like the kid wants to get away or the pet's trying to escape. And I'm mm -hmm. like, they post it like, look at me and my cute pet. And the, the dog looks like it wants to kill itself, yeah. you know? And I'm like, oh, get the fuck off me. Yeah. And you'll see that look in a kid's face. And it always kind of made me uncomfortable when parents would like, oh, give me a kiss and just grab their kid and like just kiss them up. And I get it. You're the kid's parent. But like, I would feel terrible to know that that's the lesson that I'm teaching this kid at a young age, that if somebody wants something, they can just take it from you, you know? Yeah. And it just, it little things like that, like cross, I don't even like it when, like, I remember when we, when my uh, son was first born and we were going through all the stuff that we got, we found like, um, my husband, I think had bought him like a little Mets outfit because he's like a, a fan of the Mets. And that always irked me when like people would put their favorite teams on their kids and they'd be like, Oh, he's a Falcons fan. Is he? Is he? How many games has he been to? None. None. <laughs> He, Does he really he, give a no. shit? No. No. You're a Falcons fan. And so you want him to wear that terrible shit so that you feel like you got a little mini-me next to you. Like, and I get the desire. And yes, it's adorable. But it's like one of those things where it really got under my skin. I'm like, do you see me putting him in comedy t-shirts? No. No. And I could get them. But I don't have them. That <laughs> <laughs> was just a PSA for everybody. Well, like you get you get abused too if you wear like a sports shirt like that. Usually, I found that out. I'm like not a big sports fan, and I had like a few different shirts I thought were cool from Bloomingdale's, like a Boston Red Sox shirt, like a, a New York Mets shirt. I had a few different ones, like I just wear out occasionally. And sometimes people fuck with you if you're wearing sports shirts. I didn't know, like I was, I didn't know I was putting a target on me. Like I'm just yeah. chilling, bro. I thought I thought it looked cool. It's light blue, <laughs> you know. Like I thought, but but. Yeah, people get crazy on that. So if you put it on your kid, it's kind of put a target on them too. Mm -hmm. and that's a little sketchy. Yeah, that I don't, I just, there's, that's a good point that I never even thought of. Just like putting it on the kid and makes them a target for that kind of bullying or whatever. Like, cause it's true. People get crazy about sports. I like, I absolutely hate it. Like I had this whole conversation with my husband about, he's such a big Michael Jordan fan and I get it. There's celebrities. I, I'm going to go back to this point later but there's a book that i want to reference in just one minute about this specific topic but um when we were talking about michael jordan he's like oh he was just such a big part of my childhood and i was like was he did he come to a lot of birthday parties no you were part of his career he was not a part of your childhood you were part of his career you watched him and you bought a ticket you put money in his pocket congratulations <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I hate when people are like, they were just such a big part of my childhood. <laughs> really? I don't think so. But, and here's the book I want to reference is by Mark Mans Manson. I believe the guy who wrote um, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. He wrote another book called We're All Fucked, A Book on Hope. Uh, a book about hope. And that book discusses, in the book about hope, he discusses the different gods that we all serve. Or the different things that we all serve, you know, and the first being parents, our family. We do everything to like appease them, to please them, to make them feel good. The second being idols. Like, you know, I'm a huge Mariah Carey fan, 
but I'm not one. Of, I'm not in her fan club, but I'm a huge Mariah Carey fan. I don't care how batshit crazy she is. I love her to pieces, <laughs> and I think she's amazing. But I don't, I don't idolize her in the way that I've seen certain people react to their celebrities. Like, you know, I'm not one of those people that if Mariah did get like when she had a breakdown, everybody was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I mean, I'm emotionally trying <laughs> to deal with this as well, but I feel like I think Mariah's on her own on this one, you know." <laughs> there was I forget the third one. Oh, the third one is like God God. Like you serve a religion. Most of us will serve a religion and then we'll serve like a person, whether it's a family member, <clears throat> maybe our family, or it may be someone you marry or someone you date. And then those were the three. The celebrities were the last one. <clears throat> Sorry, I have like coffee and water going on in my system right now. Nice. Cause I'm exhausted, so. I was choking. Oh. Thanks for still doing the podcast, even though you're in like exhausted mom mode. Bless yeah, I, definitely. You're, uh, you're amazing. You're, you're awesome to have on here, Gina. I'm really enjoying this. I, um, I love doing this, honestly. I think, and I just live in a state, a state of exhaustion. Like it's just, it's, it was like that before I had a kid. And now that I have a kid, it's just, you know, I was used to the exhaustion. I wasn't used to the crippling anxiety that comes with being a mother. Aww. because it right. is it's beautiful being a mom is beautiful and wonderful and it has changed my life in so many ways and has changed my view of women in general and what powerhouses we are um and that's for anybody who identifies as a woman you are a powerhouse and it just blows my mind the things that women can get done and like but it's also nerve-wracking and anxiety-ridden because you have this life that you birthed like it's just it you gave you made a person and now this person has to survive and it's up to you up until they are a certain age where they can take care of themselves to assure their survival so it's like you know every time my my son sniffles or slightly coughs i'm like i'm a terrible mom what does he have like it like you just beat yourself up when i found out i wasn't my son wasn't gaining any weight and um, or he wasn't gaining weight the way they wanted him to, I broke down in the doctor's office. I just started bawling because I was killing myself trying to breastfeed. I was in pain constantly. And I was like, just what am I? I'm trying to heal my body. I'm trying to heal everything. And I didn't have postpartum, but I did have the baby blues, which is like sort of postpartum light. It's like, I, you know, I was, uh, thank thankfully, my wonderful manager had gifted me a postpartum doula. Aww. And, um, I got to talk to her uh, about everything I was feeling. And I'm telling you, if you can throw down some money for it and you're a new mom, like that was a world of help. Just having somebody to to walk me through the hardest parts, you know, of. Oh, that's a person. Yeah. I was thinking like a hookah. I, I was thinking like something to comfort you and get you through the, the times. Uh, that's what I was picturing. But a person that is that's one that's just as please good. somebody Maybe. make please somebody make a strain of weed called doula. I will love you forever if you just if you make a postpartum doula weed strain because that is the first thing that popped up into my mind after what you just said. I'm like, oh, yes. that would be great if there was a postpartum doula weed strain that I could just roll up and be like, oh, this is amazing. I'm a dope mom. What was I thinking? We've got we all change the world with that. We yeah. change the world that's with that together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
See, she thought you said a hookah. He didn't know. <laughs> no, no, I heard her say doula, but I was just picturing like, oh yeah, that sounds rad. Like, can I smoke it too? <laughs> uh, but no, there's a person. She sounds wonderful. They sound wonderful to me. <laughs> Uh, yes doulas are wonderful and are very helpful they are non-smokable though you cannot smoke a doula um you can smoke with a doula you can smoke with a doula you can smoke a doobie but you cannot smoke a doula until somebody creates doula weed so this is a good lesson for those people out there so i'm glad we're doing this i like when we bring education to the people that's why i'm here it's funny so because good. my husband did not know what a doula was either when I said a doula. And he was like, wait, what's a doula? And I was like, the non-homeschooled version of a midwife. Uh, like, oh, essentially, yeah. Essentially, like, I know, because his, his uh, mother had all of her babies at home. She had all four kids at home. And I'm like, okay, gangster, not my life. I want all the drugs. Yeah. I would like all of the drugs, please. All oh, of the God. science, all of the like, science that we have yeah. in the, in this in the twenty first century. Every monitor, I want. I mean, my delivery was terrible. I had a terrible doctor for my delivery, unfortunately, so it was very traumatic. But um, I wanted to be in the hospital. I asked for an epidural. I took an edible. I was not playing. I was like, "Hello, I am Fuck giving yeah. birth. I am giving birth. I want all of the drugs. If it would have been possible and safe for me to take some Molly, I would have threw her in there too. I'd have been yeah. like, okay." I need to be relaxed because this baby has to come out of me, and that is frightening. A person's clawing his way out of you. You got to be on as much stuff as you can get. That's yeah. what, I mean, that's what I would think. Clawing. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry it was traumatic. Yeah, he was a douche. I hope he gets fired. Universe, are you listening? Um. Just because no woman should go through that. Like, no woman should... Giving birth is hard enough. When you have a douchebag doctor or somebody who doesn't listen to you or medical staff that doesn't... And look, don't get me wrong. I highly respect people in the medical profession. I do. In the medical field, y'all, especially over this COVID thing, y'all, God bless you all. But there's a couple bad apples that need to lose their position because, you know, being, being somebody who was petrified of giving birth in the first place, all my fears came true. And that was the most disturbing thing was that literally all my fears came true and that the, that moment was forever ruined. Like the birth of my son is now an unpleasant memory as opposed to a pleasant memory. The moments after and the moments before, amazing. But, Can you give me an example of something he did that was just awful? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind going down the list of things he did. Uh, I've talked about it openly before because I do feel like the more that women talk about this, the more women could come forward and feel comfortable saying, oh yeah, like I was traumatized. Cause what happens is they make you feel like you're a crazy person. Like they make you feel like you're hysterical and you're like, well, yeah, there's a person coming out of me. I don't know if you understand what's going on right now, but my body is ejecting a human being it's from like a not ideal yeah. place. Yeah. It's like yeah. watermelon. I, yeah. I remember being in the hospital looking and being like, oh, this now has to come out. Mm-hmm. This. Like yeah. I, like, that's why I could not, like, the edible and Molly would make me, I would bug the fuck out. Cause I remember oh, no. I took the edible before I went to the hospital, and I was Gucci. I was happy. I was like, let's have this baby. Let's do this. Oh! And then when the, uh, when the, because I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but, like, 
because they were looking at my my uh, chart thing on the on the computer, and they were like, "Are you feeling that?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty unpleasant." Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I'm not screaming and doubled over, but it's not my favorite moment right now. It's just what we're going through. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Like one of the things was like one of the big things was. Um, he would not let me breathe while I was pushing. He kept telling me to hold my breath. And I was like, that's the exact opposite of what everybody told me. And he didn't care. When I told him I had a birth plan, he said, we'll give you a birth plan. And at one point, um, he was, um, this is TMI for everybody, but he was all up inside and he was grabbing the baby and I felt it and I screamed and I said, you're hurting me. I said, please stop. You're hurting me. And he said, stop screaming. And that's all he ever said when I screamed out in pain was he said, stop screaming. Like it legit felt like I was being sexually assaulted. Like it was like one of those, I was so shaken to the core that when they handed me my son and I can only imagine energy wise, like understand my son was still connected Mm. to me through all of that the panic he was feeling because of what I was feeling because when they put him on my chest, we were both hyperventilating. We were both just like, (gasps) and like just both panicked and I was holding him and crying. And then like, um, I couldn't, I was trying to calm myself down. And the nurse, when the doctor left the room, the nurse said to me, I just, me and my husband, she said, I just want you to know I'm going to report that doctor because everything he did was unprofessional. And, I was unbelievable the way you were treated. And I was, I started crying because I thought I was crazy. I was like, am I a crazy person? Am I being hysterical? You know, my epidural had fallen out. No replacement was, I was, the doctor was just like, all right, well, let's go. So I did it with no anesthesia. Um, Then I tore a little bit. So he tried to sew me up without any anesthesia again. I screamed in pain. He gave me like some sort of topical thing and didn't even wait for it to take. He just kept sewing. Like, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, Monster. He was terrible. And then he came into the hospital later, and I wish I would have had the foresight to just the second he walked in, just be like, get the fuck out. Like, I really should have been like, get out of my room. I do not want to see you. I do not want to talk to you. I do not want your bullshit apology. Get out of my room. And because he came in, and essentially what his apology was, was he literally said these words. I'm sorry I wasn't soft enough with you was his apology and I literally I looked at him and I was like are you fucking kidding me I was like are you kidding me right now and I just like I looked at my husband and and you know my husband's trying to keep his composure because he's like am I gonna have to knock out a doctor like he's furious and I'm just like we're both trying to control ourselves because you know well first of all my husband's a Sagittarius and they're like Hulk smash about their anger just like Aries are and so like we were both about to Hulk smash that whole hospital, but I was like, I'm pretty much paralyzed from the legs down. I cannot feel anything right now. So uh, this area is not moving very well. So you're going to be on your own. If you start this, you're going to be on your own because I can't really get up and move. Um, (laughs) Every moment after the birth, after the delivery with my son was amazing. Like I look back at the pictures from the hospital and I'm just, I was in love instantly. Like it's crazy how much you can love a child. It's insane. Like I've never felt that amount of love in my life. Like you just, you look at this thing and you're like, Oh my goodness, I would, I would die for you. And I would kill for you. 
And look, I know, I know one thing that if you fight a doctor, you're always guilty. It's terrible. Yep. You can't yep. just fight a doctor. You can't. Or, you cannot. Or you, you cannot. And you can't just like. At first, I was really like <clears throat> trying to be like, you know, do I ruin someone's career? Because I spoke to a lawyer. I spoke to my lawyer. I was like, do I ruin somebody's career? Do I destroy, you know, the life, the livelihood that he's had, you know, over this? Does it, will it make it better? Like what, will right, it actually right. make it better? Or am I just looking to get revenge on a person who really in the grand scheme of things is inconsequential to this story? My son is healthy and he has a mother that loves him. So what do I gain from this situation? You know what I mean? I paid for trauma counseling. I went to a trauma counselor afterwards. I'm like... The most I could sue him for is probably the money for trauma counseling. But my biggest fear is like, this guy's going to do this again to another woman. And that just infuriates me so much. Like, it makes me want to become a doula and just stalk that doctor. Mm. Mm. Just like, try to get all his patients to want to be my clients. Just so one day I'm in the same room with him. After this uh, is done recording. You just start a whole new profession just so you can stalk that doctor down i love that i love yep. that it's like the long game it's the long game really putting in the work after we're done to get in there it's yeah i'm gonna send some of my laser beams to the doctor my spiritual beam you send those spiritual laser beams girl because that's not giving birth should be so much kinder mm -hmm. and and you know, he used the word soft in a very abusive way, as if he wasn't being, yeah, he was being abusive. So that statement is not okay. Um, but I think the more people share their stories, and I, if I ever have another one, I still want to go to the hospital. I want to be where there are monitors. I want to be where I can get an epidural. So you shouldn't have to choose a home birth to escape, though, that kind of horror. So there just needs to be like a merging and a discussing of how homeopathic births can meet hospital births and just what's acceptable and what's not. Because even just going to the OBGYN, when you have a doctor who's too forceful, even in like a yeah. normal, yeah. it's like, no, this is a, this is a vagina. Like they're sensitive and you fuck something up. Like be cool. And they're like, Hey, I know vaginas. I study them for 12 years. Shut your mouth. Right? I mean, that can happen, right? No, I did they have a GYN. Have I had a GYN who was, like, super rude, like, before. Um, and I switched before I had gotten pregnant. But, like, I had asked him. I said, you know, if I decided to, like, have a baby, I was like, is, you know, is everything healthy? Like, is my system healthy? Because I was told at, like, 18 years old that I couldn't have a baby. So I was like, you know, as I got older, I just, you know, questioned it, like, to the, the GYN. And he was like... He literally said, he was like, yeah, but you should probably lose weight first. And I was like, Kenny was asking that. Thank you for your dumbass opinion. Um, appreciate the rudeness. Uh, like, like, all you were asking was if you could, could actually produce a baby? Mm -hmm. And he just, he gave you that little bit of advice on the side? Damn. And I was like, really, bro? Like, first of all, I know. And second of all, uh, not what I asked you. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, not yeah. what I asked you. Not asked for your opinion. And there were like other reports on him. Like I looked him up after, like after that incident, 
I had looked him up and there were so many negative reviews of him for saying stuff like that or inquiring uh, a woman who had like, I think she had just had a baby or something like that, whether or not her husband was interested in, in uh, sexual intercourse with her because she had gained weight. Like, it's just like, yo, the audacity of some of these like GYNs and doc, it's just like, you know what I feel like? I feel like those people... I said I used to say this. I had a I had a bit about this in my act a while back where it was like those are people who have never been punched in the face. Mm-hmm. You've never been punched in the face because you think it's okay to talk to people like this. So, when somebody hauls off and punches you in the face, when they punctuate one of your sentences with a fist, that's going to end that stupid attitude. Like you just need a good face punching. That's all. And you'll be a brand new human being. Oh, people don't turn into real adults until they've had their first face mm-hmm. They don't really know the rules yet. And I like, have Holy shit. in the face thrice, and uh, you learn when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you really learn when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, I will say that uh, I think the first, what was it? First, the first two, I think, were, well, the first two were, one was an accident. Because I was sparring in class, and this dude, like, hit me a little too hard, like, right square in the face, like, to the point where my coach came over and was like, what are you doing? She's a girl. And it's, you know, mm. all my feminism rose up in me. I was like, yeah, I'm a girl, man. I'm a girl. <laughs> in the face. Uh-huh. Uh, this shit hurt, man. And then the one <laughs> before, I was like, yeah, when I was younger, my sister got in a, a fight at school, my twin sister, and they told me that she was fighting in, like, one of the classrooms. And so I ran, and I ran and got to the classroom just in time to see this guy lunge at my sister. So I jump on him like a crazy person, and I'm like, <laughs> and just punching the crap out of him. He punches me, but I had braces at the time. So as soon as he hit me, he split my lip. And so that was the first time I was punched. Um, then the sparring thing, and then I got mugged, and the guy hit me in the face. Like, he punched me in the face. <clears throat> yeah. What was he trying to get? What was the mugger like? He was trying to get my. <clears throat> he had grabbed my wallet, and I'm ignorant, mm-hmm. and I didn't see a weapon, so I was like, "Oh, we fighting." So, yes. I was like, "You don't have a weapon, sir, and you weren't trying to take my last ten dollars in my metro card." I think not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I we got into like a physical thing, and then he hit me. And had I been trained a little bit more, because this was before I had started training. If I, if I had actually been trained a little bit more, I think I could have taken him because, like, we were, like, wrestling for a little bit. And I was like, yo, I'm dumb strong. Um, <laughs> I'm crazy strong. This is ridiculous. But then he just got tired of wrestling with me. And he, like, pimp slapped the shit out of me. And I just, like, I flew into a wall. Like, he legit, like, smacked me and, like, like threw me into the wall. And I just, I hit the wall. And it was like, you know how when a bug hits a windshield? I hit the wall. I was like, Pew. Pew! I just like <laughs> fell to the floor, and I was like, "Oh, like I wasn't unconscious. I wasn't exactly conscious either." Um, and then like people, it was in Manhattan. It was like broad daylight, so it was like people, a crowd quickly formed. Somebody handed me like a drink from Starbucks. It was before COVID, so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Thank you." Yo, I'm sorry I laughed at that story, but no, you the should. way you tell it, dude, I have to. It's fucking hilarious. No, it's hilarious. Like your your horrible, traumatizing mugging story is fucking hilarious. The way you yeah, tell it, wrote, but I'm not. But I'm not a bad person. I just no. I wrote jokes about that incident in the back of a police car 
Like, when they picked me up, I was like, hold on, I gotta write this down real quick. <laughs> I was like, everything in life, everything in life is, I don't know, I, it's always, I've always dealt with things in life with humor. So, to me, it's just natural to be like, oh, is this tragic? Let's find the funny in this. Like, it's just, it's how I've yeah. processed things since yeah. I was younger. How I processed heartache, how I processed, like, loss was always like, and my family was always with it. Like my family was always full of people that like we handled things with humor. And so anytime I go through something, like I would love to write about the delivery. If I can find something that I, you know, I've written a couple things about it, just haven't done it because, <laughs> you know, pandemic. Um, but I would love to talk about that because I feel like it's something that a lot of women can relate to. And a lot of women would be like, oh, I, I need a, to breathe this out. And like me getting to laugh about it, you know, will help the situation. So please laugh away at my mugging story because um, right. all, I'm hilarious. Second of all, it's a funny situation. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I was feeling like a horrible person. Like, are people going to hear me uh, laughing my ass off about this lady getting jacked the fuck up? You're like, ah, you got punched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm glad. Good, good. I'm uh, glad everybody heard it that way, I guess. So before we wrap up, I feel like we have to address real quickly, at least the whole protesters bum rushing the Capitol building, you know, Trump kind of telling people to protest. He did say peacefully. Uh, <sighs> yeah, they, they got into the Capitol building. I accidentally stumbled on a YouTube news thing where it showed footage of her like bleeding out of her neck. Um, so she, you know, she, I guess she like jumped into the Capitol building and a police officer shot her in the neck, but like, I saw that footage and that fucked me up. Uh, oh, that's, you know what I saw? It's so funny that you mentioned that particular clip because I saw a TikTok video of a guy going like literally just being like, I don't give a fuck that they shot that lady in the neck. She was storming the Capitol building. And these were the reasons why. And then he goes over the list of people that died that are part of the Black Lives Matter movement. And he's like, if it, you didn't give a shit about any of these people's death, but somebody who's committing treason gets shot in the neck. And you're like, oh, that poor person. Like, the whole video was about how he didn't feel sorry for her at all. And I was just, like, jaw hitting the floor. Like, I mean, society, thank you. This is very entertaining. But what in the holy F is going on? Like, I yeah. mean, if, if, the Lord's going to flood us again. Y'all keep fucking around. The Lord is going to flood us again and start. Mm. He said he would never do it. Never flood again. Uh-uh. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to flood again. <laughs> just flood again right now. Uh -huh. Two of everything. Two of everything except millennials. Uh -huh. Two of everything. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding, millennials. You got to be there because you got to build the ark. Um, <laughs> you got to build the eco-friendly ark. <laughs> you do. Oh yeah. We need you there, and we need you there to rebuild society because we need to learn some new rules. Would it just be two people? Would it just be <laughs> yeah. two people? Just two people. Just like Wouldn't Adam and we Eve. We have to have two people from every race. We would have to because or otherwise, we have it's too just similar. two really mixed people. <laughs> two really two mixed people that people. are like extremely mixed. No, because we have to do two no. from every race because otherwise it's like Adam and Eve. Like when you look at the lineage from the Bible, like don't get me wrong, my Christian friends, you know, I'm a person of faith, but that lineage, you got to admit, um, <laughs> if Adam and Eve were the only people on earth and they made the people, that's a 
heck of a lot of incest. Like you just got to really look at like who, how were they making babies? How, how were they making babies? So I feel like they made, they made black people and Indians and Chinese. They made it all. But that was the thing. Like, if you look back, it's like, yeah, the Ark probably could have used one from every race. So this time around, one, two from every race. You need a man and woman from every race. And that's it. To keep them on. Look, I, could, I could be the man. I have, like, every kind of white person in me. So if we get a lady with all the other stuff, boom. Well, I would New hope. World. I was hoping. Kate, see, you, Kate, you're too white. I would want it to be you, but you're too white. And we can't do that. I have all the white stuff in me already, so it would have to be somebody. Listen, Kate, not, I'm talking, we're talking you know, end of the world but type you're, shit you're here. you're one of the white Christian assholes who came here on a boat, okay? I'm just a Jew. I'm a Jew who escaped Nazi Germany, you know? I'm Russian German Jewish, so sorry, boo, that's me. And if you don't want to be the dude then, then you get a fuck off my Noah Ark. <laughs> There's only two people, Kate. There's no. only two people. No, and if um, I'm if I'm one of them, the other person has to have stop the flooding. She gets to be on it. <laughs> I get to be on it. Her and I will both decide if you get to yes. be the one. Yeah. Damn. Kate, this I will be battle. your alibi. I will oh. be your alibi when you stab this man. I will be your <laughs> alibi. Call me and tell me <laughs> when you're going to stab this man, and I will tell them <laughs> you're with me. <laughs> Oh, we was chilling all night. We was at Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely crazy times. Definitely crazy times over there. No, like, but if you guys are making the decisions about who goes on the ark, you got to build the fucking ark. <laughs> nah, see, that's where you no! other people build the ark. Like when you're a manager at a store, who stocks the shelves, bro? Not the manager. No, no. Wait, wait. The Do they still them get blue to go on the ark? The people who build it yeah. still get to go on it? Yeah. I mean, oh, if there's right, room. Right. If there, there is room. room. That's the point. There isn't room. The people that go on the ark are the ones who are going to build it. The other people be like, fuck you, dude. I'm not helping with your ark. You're about to abandon us. Let's all agree. There's no flood coming. We don't have to go. That <laughs> My dude quickly threw me overboard, though. After all I've done for him, he's so quick. Just, out of fairness, out of fairness to all to diversity, Kate. <laughs> Suck a dick, CG. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do you like to add any thoughts to uh, the protesters at the Capitol building stuff, Siege? Before we wrap up, give any thoughts? No, I can't do politics. Okay. I can't do politics. If somebody's doing even. something naughty, I feel like if somebody's doing something naughty and then they get fucked up, like you were doing something naughty, like you gotta you gotta know that a little bit too. I mean, not to you know, you don't want to get fucked up to a certain degree, but like you gotta not do naughty stuff, folks. That's all. Naughty. So yes. That's adorable. <laughs> don't do naughty stuff like Yeah, don't do naughty stuff, folks, and we're gonna don't be all good. The Capitol building while they're doing the electoral vote stuff. Don't that's my message. That's naughty. Stop yes, doing all sir. that naughty stuff, America. Yeah, I think just take all the people that are storming the Capitol building and doing the rest of this dumb shit and give them their own planet. Just give them their own planet. Put them on a planet and be like, you don't like shit here? Well, fucking go to Pluto then. Go to Pluto and you build a house and you can run shit on Pluto however you want. 
Just take yeah. it over there. I don't see a problem with that. Like, look. I see a slight problem because Pluto's air, you know, gas quality would probably kill them instantaneously. So we're really yeah. talking. Why do you think they should go to Pluto? Uh, <laughs> so talking about like a, a Pluto Holocaust for certain people. It's really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. Gina sent you to Pluto to get holocausted, kind of. And I know that's <laughs> And I'm allowed to say holocausted because I'm Jewish. Yeah, and that's true. I, I, I get to the ark. <laughs> you get to coin that I phrase. On the ark. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, all right, all right, you win. <laughs> okay. You won so, this one. We're going to wrap this up. Gina, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at gbrione or TikTok where I'm having a lot of fun at gbrione80. Uh, everything else is Gina Brione, the website, Facebook, everything. Check out The Floor's Lava on Amazon Prime. Uh, I also have stuff on HBO. And uh, my first special ever is on Amazon Prime called, Prime called uh, specifically, Pacifically Speaking. I can't believe I messed up my own special name. Pacifically Speaking. You can check out on Amazon Prime as well. Uh, and just thank you so much for having me. Check out my podcast. It's Mess in Progress. Uh, hopefully I can convince uh, Kate to come and join me so I can harass her uh, yeah. on my podcast. <laughs> Well, the answer's already asked, so yeah. want me on there, I'll be on there. Yeah. And then, Siege, where can they find you? Because now you do have something you can say, if you want. Guess who has a Facebook page? C.G. <laughs> Erickson. Come friend me. It'll be awesome. Thanks, folks. Gina, you're the best. Thank you so much for coming on. You're fucking yeah. hilarious. And if you're going to add C.G. on Facebook, you know, he added someone who was actually a hooker, Gina. Like, like she literally, you clicked on it, and she was like, I'm a <laughs> I'm a hooker and I, I don't, I genuinely don't want to be overbearing, but I called him and I was like, Hey honey, if you could not be friends, I have a lot of hard limits, but that's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. For profile, I'm just saying. Just tits, by the way, just tits. Oh, like, you sure. don't say. So you I, don't say. Yeah. Siege. Siege. <laughs> I'm just a friendly guy, and when I get a friend request, I'm like, hey, I'm not judging. That's what hoes say. That's what hoes say. Hoes say, I'm just real friendly. Don't be a hoe. Don't be a hoe right now. Don't be a hoe. Don't be a hoe. Don't be a hoe. I mean, it's your right to be a hoe, but don't be a hoe. If you love your life, don't be a hoe. Hoes don't get really good pussy and dick. Hey, the donks are too busy hauling, so their dicks and their pussies get nasty. You know. Oh wow! This took a turn. <laughs> Don't be a hoe. Um, and where can people find me? Well, I love how I just said hoe, and now I want to be like, if you'd like a healing, <laughs> <laughs> healing, Kate Wolf twenty seven at gmail dot com, Twitter at the Kate Wolf. I just started my TikTok life, so I'll have to find you on there, uh, Kate Fanchon Wolf. And thank you all so much for listening. Bye. Thanks, y'all. Bye bye.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.